This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com slash workshops. Wendy's 2 for $6 lets you mix and match some of our best items, like... Dave Single with a 10-piece crispy nugs. Medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich. Spicy chicken with a Dave Single. Dave Single with a strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. If you're into that. Chicken Sam. Crispy nugs. Crispy nugs. Strawberry lemonade. Dave's. Dave's. Nugs. Nugs. Sam. Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price and participation may vary. In U.S. Wendy's on the card only. Single item at regular price. Now back to Riffin' with Raph and AD on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, we're back here on this Wednesday night, the quickest two hours of the week, Riffin' with Raph and AD. We're joined here by the Squire family. Abby, I'm going to ask a question now. What do you it's got? Been, all right. So, playing softball, mm-hmm. University of Nebraska. Yes. Where did your love of softball come from? Usually, Good question. was there a like a somebody you saw, a game or something? Or like for me personally, like I enjoyed baseball, but my dad played men's softball forever and ever growing up. And I really could have cared less much about high school baseball. I was ready to play, turn 19 so I could play men's softball, you know, play, <laughs> play softball with my dad. I was just wondering, is it something that sparked you? or? That's actually a good question. I, Growing up, I actually I thought basketball was my favorite sport. Like, it was just super competitive and fast-paced. Um, but I spent my summers playing softball. And then I think once I got to high school um, – I really just started to love the game, and I don't think there's anything. It's it wasn't as televised as it, as it is now, and so mm. growing up, I didn't get to watch it a lot, other than like maybe a, the World Series, like championship. But um, it's growing, and more of it's on TV now. But yeah, I don't know. I think just um, I love the game. So. So when you were like back in high school, I assume you were playing on a bunch of traveling teams and mm-hmm. stuff like that. How many games a summer would you usually play? Oh. I don't even know. You have a guess? Probably eighty to a hundred. I would guess. Yeah, it was Good a, gosh! It was a lot. Because yeah. <laughs> you guys were gone a lot. We were gone a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I played on a club out of Iowa, so we would kind of. Um, I would go up there like every other week for practice on a Sunday, and then for tournaments we just meet up and play play wherever. It's usually in the Midwest for the most part, mm-hmm. but yeah, a lot of games. Ad. You know, I'm going to say something real fast. Doke, thanks for the picture. There are black cowboys. I, I, I'm very aware of that. <laughs> Doke Ostergaard, who we're definitely going to have on the show, 
uh, very soon. He sent me that picture when I talked about Cowboys. No, I do have some books on Buffalo Soldiers, so we'll get to that. But, Doke, I appreciate that. <laughs> you got to love Doke, man. All the, First of all, for all the former Huskers, Carson Wentz Sport, Doke was like the ultimate big brother for all of us. So, brother, I love you, man. Tell that amazing wife of yours hello. Abby, John, you mentioned this. Um, Friday night, when everybody was doing their thing, you were in the cages hitting all sorts of pitches coming at you. Did you ever have FOMO, fear of missing out? Did you did you did that ever creep in your head sometimes, or were you just kind of like, no, I'm I'm good. Um, a little bit, but I also just love playing softball. So you love the game. Yeah, it was fun for me. Quality time, you know. Yeah. Right. Well, and fun. I think too, um, when Abby was asking the question about when did you really fall in love with it or whatever. We've been very blessed to have been on teams with great families yeah. and great mm. kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't always get that with the, the types of teams. Yes, very competitive. Yeah. Um, you know, really grateful with the Locos pro- program. He was very selective about who he led on, and he wanted the family culture to fit mm. with our culture. Even if, you know, he would pass up a, a really great athlete if their family didn't fit with the culture mm. of the team. Um, and so she was matched and playing with young women who were very like-minded as her and so it was fun mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. you, sure i'll spend the friday off friday evening with my softball teammates because they're awesome kids yeah they were fun i was lucky i like every high school team i played on was great um i still have a bunch of friends from that team my club teams were good my mm-hmm. college teams are good like i have I've met the best friends I have today from mm-hmm. softball. So, Michelle and John, tell me this. Um, was it tough for you guys not to put – I asked this basically before. Like, I'm, I'm going to switch a little bit. Did you ever witness parents to where you're thinking, that is exactly what we don't want to be towards raising her in athletics? Because you have a lot of parents that live vicariously through their kids. Well, they had this next-door neighbor – and he had two. Oh no, no, sorry, <laughs> John. That's else. that's them. No, <laughs> got a break. Pay some bills. <laughs> I, I think we saw that with other teams. Yeah, but I honestly can say the teams that we have been a part of. Luckily, we just haven't seen that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I've seen the damage that can do not only yes. to the young ladies. Um, to the relationships. But the team itself, I mean, so many of the, I don't know about high school so much, but definitely the club thing, I think parents pay their money, pay their fees, and it's not cheap. Mm-mm. And they expect their kid to play and be be on the field all the time and be the star. Yep. And when you got a bunch of kids that are all D1 kids, mm-hmm. that's not going to happen. And, you know, the teams that it, – it really never happened with ours, but I've seen others that, you know, when parents started thinking that there was um, – we'll pay our fees, but there's strings attached, and that means my kid's playing. <laughs> or you're, you're, you're just a bad coach, mm-hmm. or this is a bad team, or that girl's not as good as you. And some of those conversations that probably happen with their daughter, those kids hear that, and it's just impossible to – to raise a good teammate and absolutely I, I don't think abby ever heard that from mm-hmm. us and um 
I saw it that way more than than parents treating their their kids terrible. But I'm sure it happens, but it, not around the ones we did. We like I said, and like Abby said, we at Iowa Premier when we were with them. Gosh, how many kids are playing in the Big Ten right now that were on your team? Several. I think I have. I think one of my Iowa Premier teammates are almost on each of the Big Ten teams. Wow, a lot of teams. Big Ten teams. Wow. So, yeah. I know she enjoys seeing them now, but they were great teammates, like-minded, good kids, hard workers, mm-hmm. and they had great parents. So yeah, we like Michelle said, we're really lucky that way well i seen it firsthand for you know 17 years of how you guys raised her uh in a way that was you're gonna earn it nothing's gonna be given to you. you're gonna earn this and i never seen you john or michelle yelling at her you got to get out here and pr-. no it was this is something she wants she's gonna work now we're gonna be there to support her but we're not going to be forcing her to do something she doesn't want to do. That's when you get guys like what's Maranovich, Todd Maranovich, the former quarterback. Yep. Todd Maranovich. You know, and, and there's you know, it was the the Ballyhooed quarterback. I mean, whole relationship with his father because I raised, uh, just forced him into that. What's the golfer's name? PGA guy. Um, oh, there was a big story about five years ago that he's real tight with his wife's parents, but doesn't talk to his own parents because they were just so on him so much as a kid. We'll have to look it up. But anyway. The, 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 just the whole the synopsis is you guys raised her in a healthy environment to where she can compete, but it's going to have to be because you want it, not because of us. Abby, let me ask you this. What was the toughest loss you suffered in high school as a softball player? <laughs> the toughest loss? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say my sophomore year in the state championship, we lost the pavilion. So that stung, and we got smacked too. It was yeah, not a close game. I they think it beat was y'all like y'all stole something. I remember <laughs> you came home to the crib at the house. I was like, I ain't saying that Abby right now. She got that bat still in her hand. You know what I'm yeah, saying? No, <laughs> we got smacked. I was like, you guys play the Dodgers? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> what did you learn from that though? Um, just to get back to work, and mm. you know, it is a game, but um, I don't know. I think, well, fast forward a year, we played Papio again in the state finals, and we came up, we lost in the first round and then came up through the loser's bracket mm-hmm. and ended up beating them twice, which was their only two losses in, like, three seasons. Mm-hmm. So I think we had a little we had a chip on the shoulder. Chip on our shoulder, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Just to get back to work, I'd say. You know, I like what you mentioned, get back to work. You know, and our, our next guest is coming up at um, – at 8 o'clock is Corey Dixon, former wing back from Nebraska. Talk about a bad taste when, Abby, when we lost. Let me take that back. We got cheated by Florida State. There was no clipping. Thank you, John. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I know all the listeners in Nebraska would agree with that. Not so much in Tallahassee, but they do in Nebraska. They might even agree down there, yeah, too. They might, yeah, but they're yeah. not giving the ring back. I'm like, he ain't lying. You know? <laughs> so, Abby, you won that. It made you get back to work. You worked harder. So you have this, just and like I said, I've read some of your stats. Just unbelievable high school, uh, uh, just overall success, et cetera. What was the toughest part about transitioning to college though because in high school at southwest you're all state you're super state your team captain all these accolades but you get to nebraska everyone is good mm-hmm. what happened when did it happen when you realize mm, i ain't at lincoln southwest no more <laughs> yeah what when was that when did that take place um 
well, I think in your first practice, you walk in there and you see people hitting, like our seniors. We had Tristan Edwards. She's a phenomenal hitter. You walk into your individual, you're like, oh, my gosh. Like, I am <laughs> – do I even belong here? Um, but one thing I've learned is, like, you can't compare your first year to someone else's fourth or fifth. Gosh, the wisdom. So much is, like, even me uh, this year compared to last year. Like, I've learned so much. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, right off the bat, I learned that I wasn't all that. So, yeah, it was pretty quick. Was there there someone there? Because, like I said, you walk in there and you're seeing Tristan Mm -hmm. hit the ball. You're just going, good gosh. Even the way it sounds different. I'm not, like I said, I'm not a huge connoisseur of knowing the ins and outs of softball and baseball. But I know someone who hit the ball, and it sounds different. It's like in golf. My ball sounds like it's dead, <laughs> yeah. all right? John and Raph and those guys hit it. It's like, okay, Plus, especially your dad. It's, just, it's not even fair. But you can tell that difference right away. Who took you under your, their wing, if you would, and just kind of showed you the ropes? And, or, and maybe they don't even know it. But someone, who did you kind of look up to a model your uh, your practice habits and your uh, mannerisms and your, your time management and how you spent time in the weight room, et cetera? Who was that person or persons that you looked up to that kind of showed you the ropes? Um, I think on the Nebraska team, it was Tristan, just the way she handled herself. She's, like, such a great human being mm-hmm. and player. Um, and just how she went about her daily life, I kind of tried to take after her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was awesome. Okay. All right, so um... – you're, you're talking about, I had a question, kind of stole it from me. That's okay. But um, <laughs> from year one to year two, you said the transition, you know, it's been a difference for uh-huh. you. So is softball um, kind of like football, like they always say, like a quarterback, his first year, everything's moving a million miles, you know, going really fast. Have you felt the game like slow down for you this year? It's, or just just a different feel for you, I guess, in general? Yeah, for sure. I think – I remember my freshman fall, we played – since COVID, we didn't play other teams, but we played, like, inter-squad scrimmages. And I was like, I can't see the ball. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm at the plate, and I was like – it was a rough fall. But um, we we have these machines called hack attacks. We call them hacky. And we dialed those hackies up to 70, and then now it feels like – the ball it, everything just slows down so yeah I hold, hold up 70 like miles per hour yeah i'm ducking yeah. and that that's and that's <laughs> I'm ducking, dog. And that's 70 from the from up close too right so does that um it it's pretty equivalent to the actual pitch all right so <laughs> how far is the plate from from the from uh from the where you're hitting 43 at? feet yeah nah bro no i think 70 is equivalent to like 10 something in baseball yeah oh my goodness but yeah that'll really slow the pitch down when you go back to the regular game absolutely when you so when you when you couldn't see the ball that was during fall ball time right Mm -hmm. and that was during COVID. you just do just kind of inner squad scrimmages yeah it was when we were kind of shut down and that was your freshman year yeah abby let me ask you this because you know guys you know both of the boys that you grew up with too i seen just the the mental um stress you know, doing everything remote, online. You guys had to move back home. How did that impact you psychologically as an athlete? How did you still keep dialed in when everything was shutting down? And yeah. it's and really, I, I feel sorry for um, 
especially you, that freshman class going to college, you expect this huge change, you know, mm-hmm. you're on your own, and all of a sudden you're moving back home. You're like, whoa, 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 this ain't part of the script. Yeah. Do you think being an athlete helped you adjust to COVID more a little bit just because you were used to change, you were used to discipline, and you were like, you know what, games change. Yeah. Or you were like, no, the heck with that, it was hard. How did you adjust with COVID as a student athlete? I was just bored, like, okay. during that. Yeah, I don't know. I think being an athlete probably did help, but – yeah, I would say more than anything, I was just bored. I was looking. We were like taking the dogs for walks three times a Those day. Those dogs were in great shape. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they are not anymore. Not anymore, <laughs> folks. We're gonna take a quick break. This is Riffin' with Raf and AD, and we have Husker Phenom softball player Abby Squire and her amazing parents John and Michelle Squire. We'll be right back. We're gonna pay some bills. This is a thirty-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title: Project Planning Homeowner One Hundred One. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own? Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com workshops. <laughs> 